Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 54. It's just like being a Jesus freak. What would veggies do? <laughs> Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. I'm Susie Hardy. And today's guest is wellness advocate, NBA champion, and television host, John Sally. John's mission is to educate people on the benefits of living a healthier lifestyle through better eating habits and lifestyle choices. And John was the first NBA player to win four championships with three different teams. Holy shit. I know, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) During the 80s, John was a member of Detroit Piston Bad Boys Squad. He went on to Chicago playing with Michael Jordan as part of the Bulls' 1996 championship team. In 1999, Phil Jackson invited Sally to come to Los Angeles to provide experience and leadership to the 1999-2000 Lakers championship team. And after his retirement from the NBA in 2000, John explored several opportunities in both television and film. John's film credits include Bad Boys 1 and 2, Eddie, and Jerry Bruckheimer's Confessions of a Shopaholic. John spent seven years serving as the co-host of the Emmy-nominated The Best Damn Sports Show, period, on Fox Sports. But before we get to our interview with John, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Our sponsor today is the Global Healing Center. Food Heals Nation, you know who they are. We're still fresh into 2016, and a lot of us are doing cleanses, including myself, and we're trying to start the new year out right. I'm currently on day six of what was going to be a five-day cleanse, but hey, (laughs) I'm still doing it. So I might go one more day and make it seven days by going to Sunday too. But if you're not cleansing yet and maybe you're thinking about it, Global Healing Center has your back. Yep, they have lots of products to help you cleanse and start the new year out fresh and healthy. You could try their GMO Detox Kit. Yeah. The GMO Detox Kit is for individuals that have eaten GMO foods and want to reset their digestive system. Designed to cleanse and support the bowel, it's easy to perform, cost-effective, and does not require significant dietary changes except the elimination of all GMO foods. And you know, Susie, the scary thing is, is that as careful as we are, GMOs are everywhere and sometimes like we don't even know that we're eating them, right? I know, it kind of freaks me out. I mean, we don't always know where they are in our food chain because the labeling is just not where it needs to be yet. Not yet, but I'm hoping it will be. And of course, don't forget about our discount code exclusive to Food Heals Nation. Yes, so to order your cleanse kit, go to globalhealingcenter.com and use the coupon code 
foodheals at checkout and you will receive 20% off your cleanse plus free shipping. That is such a good deal. I know. And before we get to our interview with John, we have a special announcement. Yes, we have a brand new Facebook group for Food Heals Nation. We've birthed a Facebook group. Yes, and I know that sounds like an easy thing to do, but it was a lot of hard work planning it, figuring out who to invite, and really choosing what we want to post and talk about each day and writing the rules and posting the pictures. So it is a labor of love that we can bring this group to you. Do you ever feel like no one gets you? Like you can't be your authentic self with certain people, whether it be online or in person? Or have you ever had a health question that you just can't find the answer to? This group is for you. This group is for caring, supportive individuals like us, like you, who want to make the world a healthier place by starting with ourselves. We wanted to create a safe and private space where we can post questions, answers, and advice about nutrition, holistic health and healing, manifestation, living your best, most authentic life, and so much more. And I know it sounds like we're advertising something right now, but this is a free group. This is free for Food Heals Nation. We can't wait to talk to you. It's a closed group and only members can read these posts. So your boss, your doctor, your mom, your cat, no one can see your questions. No one can see your answers unless, you know, they join the group. But well, their cat might be on. <laughs> Some people do have cat profiles. So you can add your cat. It's cool. But we're really happy to have you as part of the Food Heals Nation. To join the group, go to foodhealsgroup.com. And make sure to read the guidelines. Meanies will be kicked out. That's right. Meanies not tolerated. We have no problem kicking out a bully or a spammer. Don't spam us. Don't post all your links. This is just a place for us to talk authentically about food, about holistic health, and about how to live a better life. Next up, our interview with John. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. To continually create new tasks, to accomplish and to reinvent yourself is the mark of a versatile and motivated individual. And it's definitely the definition of father, athlete, actor, entrepreneur, talk show host, philanthropist, wellness advocate, vegan, have I said enough, and NBA champion, John Sally. Welcome, John. Welcome, John. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. Anybody that's promoting the lifestyle, I'm interested in. So Food Heals Nation knows that I've interviewed John before, but what I really want to do is have an organic conversation because what happens is when you interview someone for a film, you have to edit the footage and it completely changes the conversation. So we'll see how deep he's willing to go. Oh, I'm, I'm willing to go deep and have conversation and explain to you exactly what I'm doing. And and, and I'm, I'm an open book, so you can talk to me and get it. You know, I will tell you everything I need to say. And... I love that about you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners, John Sally is a vegan and he basically is one of my most influential public figures that I'm aware of. Someone that I follow and I always want to know what he's up to because I know he's doing amazing things in the world. So for our listeners, you can always go back to previous episodes where we did a throwback Thursday and we played some of the interview that we did with you for the film Food Heals. But Mm -hmm. can you kind of start from the beginning? Like, tell us about... What was your childhood like? What led you to basketball? What led you to veganism? Like, can you just start from the beginning a little bit? This can be quick. I was, I was born in a major. Uh, there's three dudes who are around. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, is your birthday coming up? It, it, it's passed, but the Christians got it wrong. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. 
at Brooklyn Jewish Hospital, believe it or not. Uh, a fellow my mother New Yorker. Wa- yeah, my mother wanted me to have uh, a moil do my circumcision, so I just thought I'd let that out there since that's it. Really? Yeah, she was like, I didn't like my brothers at Kings County, so she didn't like it, so she took me, to, the Jewish guys know how to get it right, so we're going to take you right to a rabbi. The professionals. Yeah. And they were like, man, so much to work with. Okay, then um, <laughs> we don't have a tool for this. Um, so then I, you know, my brothers play football. I played football. I got hit outside uh, in the cold. And I thought it was ridiculous that men were running into themselves and enjoying it. So I went into the gym where women were warm and wearing less clothes. Uh, <laughs> and I just knew that I wanted to get out of my project in Brooklyn wasn't that bad we were you know everyone oh man you're Brooklyn I always seen it different I had a great childhood Uh, my parents worked uh, two you know my mother had two jobs my father had a job and a half or a really good job and uh, and then I graduated from school as a top rated athlete in high school went to Georgia Tech uh, cut my teeth there graduated from Georgia Tech and played for Detroit Pistons won two championships then I went to Miami Found out what life was about. Then went to Toronto. Then went to Chicago. Found out what life is about. Wait, tell us more about that. When you're in Miami, <laughs> this is the only thing. It's Las Vegas without gambling, yeah. but a beach. So yeah. if you ever been to Las Vegas on a Friday or a Saturday, that's what it's like, and it's and it's constantly happening. I love the place, and uh, <clears throat> then I quit at 32 years old. And I got. I said I was only going to play 10 years, and I did a pilot, TV pilot. And uh, I went and played in Greece. And uh, I did the pilot the summer after winning the championship with the Bulls. Then I went to Greece for six weeks to play, quit. Should have come back and played uh, in the NBA. Instead, I just chilled and stayed out here in Hollywood. So that was 19 years ago until I was, you know, making it happen. I've done a bunch of shows and, and acted and, and I was a vegetarian in 91 when I was 27 years old. I, I went into microbiotics. Mm-hmm. I was a lying vegetarian. That's what I call them. A what? A lying. lying vegetarian. A lying vegetarian. I thought you said lying vegetarian. I was like, right. that's... That'd be crazy. That'd be a, <laughs> that'd be a skinny lion. <laughs> that's a good website name, lying vegetarian. Yeah, lying yeah. vegetarian. But I, and then I just decided, a pot, I did a PSA for PETA eight years ago, and I just decided to never lie again when I turned 40, and I'm 51 now. So at 50, when I stopped lying, uh, it took 10 years to get it to the point where, you know, you literally say the truth without brutality. So I'm not brutally honest, I'm compassionately honest. Meaning, when you're quiet, you can hear more. So true. But if you don't speak up, you become part of the problem. So... <laughs> Mind equals blown Hills nation. <laughs> All right, so let's just go back to your plane ball and your doctor says, "Look." Oh yeah. You're not you're not doing so good. Yeah, Tell well, us about we're brought on the change. Well, it was uh I went had to get an insurance policy to uh earlier that year. I literally my liver was liver was um whatever my LDL um, was that of a 37 year old man I was 27 mm-hmm. and they wanted to talk about pills I'm not going to talk about that company but they wanted to talk about pills and treatment and I was like well how did this happen 
And they were like, we don't know, just certain people genetically. That's the first thing the doctors give you a lie, and they want to blame it on your mother, father, grandfather, great-great-grandfather, the fact that you literally have problems with cholesterol. Well, there's a reason you have problem with cholesterol when you're an athlete is because they make you believe that egg whites are good for a human, right? right? They make you believe that you have these eggs and then you have sausage and you have some other carbohydrates and that's going to give you protein and that's going to make you stronger and keep going. What it does is it adds cholesterol, bad cholesterol to your body. And when I stopped eating chicken eggs or any kind of eggs, I stopped eating eggs, it changed what that was. It changed literally. And since then, since 1991, I've been working at detoxing my body. So for 25 years, I've been working on detoxing my body. For 27 years, I had intoxified my body like beyond liquor. Uh, the organs needed to be healed and worked on. So that's when I totally changed. Now I'm studying to be a holistic um, nutritionist, literally online. I'm taking this course online. That's awesome. Because everybody said, oh, you're a certified nutritionist? Like that makes a difference. <laughs> right. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't I, make a difference, but it does to that person. Right. Well, the MBA said we bring you in, but you got to be a certified nutritionist. Right. Mm. And I go, why? Because well, you can't work with players and tell them what to do if you're not certified. I go, why? I just kept saying, why? And he was right. like, well, would you have a doctor work on you if he wasn't certified? I said, if, if he's a witch doctor. If yes. If he knows I'm more than I know. Doctors. Right. If he's a witch doctor, <laughs> if we in Haiti, yeah. <laughs> Man, I got bit by Cinepeg. Uh, Cinepeg, somebody get this guy over here and get this going. Yeah, I would definitely. So just to shut up the naysayers, I'm just, you know, take some costs, go through the process. Well, you know what that is? That's just a validation of how much you've read and spewed back. And you probably right. know it all. Right. And that's why I said I was like, uh, I've been over-reading. Like, it got to a point where I stopped reading novels. I was only involved in things with health and wellness. Like, I have every journal out of every medical company, out of the Mayo Medical, out of uh, Harvard, out of Yale, out of uh, UCLA. When they, anytime there's a change in something, I want to know about it. And I, that's what I'd rather focus on. Because you just want to make a difference in people's it's lives. It's just like being a Jesus freak or born-again Christian. You just want everybody to <laughs> understand... Veggies. That's right. We want everybody for veggies. <laughs> now, what would veggies do? <laughs> so I understand why, because I've interviewed you before, but what is the reasoning behind holistic medicine, being a vegan? Like, why did you go that route? What did you see in your life that really made you say, I got to make this change and here's why everyone else should? High cholesterol. I was going to sleep. I was 27 and I was getting girls in my house and I was wanting to hug and cuddle. <laughs> Um, I'm going to get to that point. I wanted to hug and cuddle. We like hugging and cuddling. Right. I know you do. But I'm a male. See, this is this is so important that we say this. Women like the calm, you know, purring type thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm a lion. So I would, you know, get on the back of a wonderful uh, lioness and then bite her neck. Mm -hmm. Mentality. Not to kill her. But it's just that's my mentality. I have the mentality, and I have the fire of a male lion. Um, I started losing that, and it had to be something. And I kept saying, "Dude, like," he said, "Man, man, there's so many girls." I was like, "Ah, go home and go to sleep, man." 
oh, man, you know what, man, I just need one girl, man, to be that one girl in my life, you know, not saying that's a wrong thing for people, but at 27, that's not the thought process right. that's burning inside you. So this lady named Dr. Jewel Pukram, P-O-O-K-R-U-M, she said, you need a colonic. And I was like, yeah, okay, what's that? <laughs> and when she told you, your response was? What's that? And she was like, well, we're going to uh, fill your body with warm water, and then we're going to release that and fill it with uh, cooler water. We're going to make your colon uh, expand, and and we're going to make it contract. And I was like, how are you going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I hear you, lady, but man, that's a lot of water to drink. Yeah. I ain't going to be drinking it, homie. Uh, but you are going to drink it, and you are going to be hydrated. And she took, and she had this beautiful old house in downtown Detroit, in the middle of Detroit by Wayne State. And the lady in there went upstairs, this older lady, around 70-something years old, but looked around 50, so maybe wow. 48. So, so how long did it take you to actually get on board with that? Immediately. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's funny because in my real life, in my, in my regular life, well, in my everyday life, that's a better way of saying it, I don't like my anus touched. So, <laughs> most people don't. Most men don't. Not true. Some do. <laughs> depends on the situation. Yeah, it depends on the situation, and then you know it, how much vegan vine you 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 had to drink that night. You can do a lot of things. And go, oh, that's interesting. Um, but no, that's just not my. So thing. she explained to you the benefit of how it's going to help you, and you're like, I'll try it. No, she said this is what you need to do in order for you to live. And she didn't. She didn't give me a choice. She said you came here. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it naturally because they wanted to give me pills, and I watched my parents go from insulin shots to every kind of medicine, and that just seems to be the migration of, you know, you have these strong Africans living in America, but then when they get to forty and fifty, they become sickly, mm-hmm. and I kept saying it has to be something other than just my cousin you know, some yeah. of the strongest people in the world we yeah. came across during the middle passage you know uh, over a hundred that hundred million africans died in the middle passage something like that some crazy number like that and over a hundred years of uh, slave trading so the ones who made it to america were the strongest people in the world we just have to be you know to to live through that and then to live through what we're living through and then to still shine you just got to be strong. And I kept wondering why we I was so weak. And everybody in my family was dying from cancer. And then I realized we all had the same recipes. Yep. We were all eating the same places, buying the same foods, putting things together, adding mixture of salt, pepper, refined sugar, bleached products, uh, Vaseline. You know, all these things that are inside our house was killing us. Mm-hmm. And she explained that. And then when I sat there and I saw this older white woman about to put this tube in my butt. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm here. Like, all right, let's see what it is. And I'm like trying to fight it. She goes, just relax. And she said, trust me, I've been doing this for 40 years. And I was like, two people? She said, no, I've been getting colonics and doing colonics for 40 years. And I looked at her. And then what year was this? This was 1991. 91, since the 50s. Yeah, and this lady was 72 years old. Wow. So I was like, really? She goes, yeah, first I started off as a nurse, and we used to give high colonics. 
and then we start uh, High Animus. Um, where they well, they started in World War Two. Yeah, so she was way back, and yeah. so I was like, she goes, "Yeah, I've been doing this thirty years. I know what I'm doing," and it was the best elimination. And when I went into micro macrobiotics, I went down to like two hundred nineteen pounds. I was only two thirty five, and I, my cousin said I looked like a black match running up and down, <laughs> <laughs> a burnt match running up and down the court. But it literally made me feel better. I went through a really bad breakup. And she told me I had to get all the parasites of that emotion out of my body. Of the breakup. Of all of it. Because she kept saying, why are you angry? Why are you this? Why are you violent? My daughter is 27 now, and she's going through it. She can't get out of her own way, and she can't stop crying. And I was like, I have to help you clean. You have to cleanse those parasites out that hold that emotion that you literally swallowed. Yeah. I really believe that, too. Because, like, if somebody does something to piss you off, first thing you do is you hold your breath and you swallow. Mm-hmm. Clench your jaw. Mm-hmm. And that goes down to whatever parasite and you tell your, your body, all right, hold this right here. And then when you get so mad, like I tell people, you can get so mad that your stomach tightens up, your nose flares, hair goes up on your back that wasn't even there, and your fish clenches. That's literally how your body is designed. So I removed those parasites that make me want to do that. Now, however you come at me, I first observe you, like I said, and then I say, hmm, should I honor, should I bless them with an answer or not? And go back to Dalai Lama, he said, sometimes not getting your way is an unbelievable blessing. Mm-hmm. Right? Man, I want to go to that club. Man, I couldn't go out tonight. I didn't have no money. My car wasn't working. Next thing you know, five people shot at the nightclub. And such as he was like, oh, that could have been me. Mm. That's a blessing, right? It seems like all those things are obstacles, but really those things are put there to, I look at different. I look at it differently. It's not the glass is half full or half empty. It's just not enough water for the glass. I love that. And I love how advanced your doctor was at that time to suggest these things to you, like colonics and emotional healing. And what would you say, is this part of your spiritual practice, like your beliefs in this type of, work as I get older and it was a trip because I was wondering if I was an atheist well, I'm not an atheist I was just realizing that every choice made is made by you mm-hmm. every single choice the choice to be a Christian a Jew a Muslim a Hindi a Jinn uh, whatever your choice mm-hmm. to follow that practice your choice but most of the time we are put into practices of spirituality because of our parents like I said, the basis of what you think God is is literally put into you because they they believe that, so they tell you. So I try to erase when I had this conversation with myself. I went to I did the show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. It was 28 days in the jungle. And to everybody else, it was just for the show. But me, I needed to get away. Mm. I had to disconnect because I was literally going crazy. Um, so when I disconnect, no cell phone, no telephone, uh, no, no television, no, no music, nothing. And they, you're allowed to have one thing, and I had a small Sony camera. And I had to say Sony because they paid for that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would take pictures and stuff. And then I was like, this ain't enough. I need a pad. And I wrote down everything. And I wrote my whole manifesto for better life. So better life stands for better eating today, tomorrow, always. So it was better. It had to make it ebonic because uh, somebody owned better. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I like better, better. Yeah, I like better. So that was it. And so I wrote the better burger. And I was like, how do I make a better burger? And to show you how life changes. Uh, that was in 2009. In 2015, at Seed Miami, I was one of the judges of the first vegan burger competition. And cool. I sat there and was like, I knew better burger was coming because I'm an American. I want to grab a burger, mm-hmm. eat a fry, right. sip on a shake, and sit on the couch. But I don't want to get fat. <laughs> so the only way of doing that <laughs> is to have a vegan burger, have uh, organic potatoes dried in air without olive oil, maybe a little bit of coconut oil, grapeseed, and have literally a shake with cashew and bananas and avocados and dates. Uh, that's literally food that my body can use as opposed to my body has to store. So back to the spirituality. I just started realizing as I read the Bible, I was very religious when I was growing up. As I read the Bible, I realized that the only people that are going to inherit the earth are the humble and the meek. It says so in Psalms 37, 10, and 11. It said, a little while longer, the wicked shall be no more, and the meek shall inherit the earth. And then in Matthew 12, 1, it talks about the humble. Being humble will inherit the, the greatness of the world. So when I realized that all the things they said, those two things, and every time we talk about great men and women, they have been humble and meek. Sister Teresa, Gandhi, mm-hmm. um, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X, uh, Che Rivera, they have been humble to the fact of saying, I'm not, as in, I'm not that important. The after effect is more important. Those humble people are the ones we remember. Those meek ones who stepped in and said, I'm not going to be a part of this. Like I said, if you don't say anything, you're part of the problem. So, But if you say something that adds to it or adds fire to it, it's another thing. So that's my spirituality piece. I look at everything as I am the best person I can possibly be to me. And the out and the outcome of that is everybody in the world gets the best person I can possibly be. That's beautiful. Is beautiful. I know. I'm like, uh, can we rewind that and listen to it again? <laughs> <laughs> so the better life, you have a twenty one day challenge now, 22. right? 22. Can you tell us about that? I pitched a show that should change the world. It's going to be on God willing. I pitched a show to this network. Oh, see? I almost did it. And this network is focusing on women. And I said, what is the biggest, biggest um, concern women have today? You guys have any idea? You're women. The biggest concern women have today? It's in the words. Penis size. Yes, I know. (laughs) Their penises are getting too big. (laughs) Caitlin's like, what do I do with this? Uh, I mean, for us, it's always food related. So I'm trying to think outside our little box. It's always body imagery. It's always body imagery. Body imagery with females. Okay. That's why I said biggest. (laughs) With females. Yeah, we all think we're too fat. Exactly. Oh, I still, I always think that. But, but do you know why? I'm magazines, television, media, models, media. Food. Okay, why? Tell us. Because your body at the age of 30 stops making enzymes. Well, I take my enzymes, but... Right. So when they stop making enzymes and you don't have as many microbes in your stomach, you thicken. And with females, you're always looking 
right? We being American, we have so many images, so many things happening to us that we are constantly told to look like something else. Right, yeah. So when they talk about loving yourself and love how it is, right, you can get that. But you have to get to that point where this is it and I'm cool with it and I like it. And you know who usually is? It's Cindy Crawford. <laughs> of course she's cool with it. <laughs> We're cool with it too. So I pitched a show that I take these uh, six women into Malibu and we disconnect from the Matrix. Mm. And I literally teach you about water and green drinks and stretching and breathing and telling the truth. You got two out of four, of two out of six right here. Yeah, so. and when, yeah and, we're in. You know? And then imagine this: if you said you really have nothing to do for the next seven days, mm-hmm. you go, "Oh my God, I'm going to be so bored." You go, "Why did you say that?" Because mm-hmm. then you have to ask somebody, "What is it that you do so importantly every day that stops you from being bored?" Usually, mm-hmm. not paying attention to yourself. I was going to say not being present. Exactly. So if you're if you're always present with your whatever is going on. Connected, mm-hmm. fully connected, conscious. Conscious. Then you're okay. You're not bored. So I what? teach you. I help you learn again how to connect. I love it. And I put you in a place where you go, man, it's beautiful, but you can't see anything but the mountains. And they go, well, man, what if, if we were up on that ridge, we can see everything. And I said, down here on the ground, you can see everything. She goes, no, you can't see anything. He said, yeah. A, a boy flying a kite and a man sitting in a rocking chair. They see the same thing because he's already seen it, mm-hmm. right? So the boy is new to the boy. The guy in the chair has already seen it. I said, you're not going to see anything new. So sitting down here and accepting the spot you are on this planet at that time and breathing through and enjoying it and being a positive source of energy, you'll never be bored. And so I teach you how to sleep again because most people have sleep deprivation. I show you what food is about. It's constant food throughout the day, water, how you drink your water, when you drink your water, what kind of water, walking, stretching, balance, and then literally somebody for you to talk to that you're never going to see again. This is not your shrink. So you're going to get it out. Meaning just, you. Well, not even me. Mm-hmm. I might have, yeah, but meaning me. What I mean by that is the person you're going to talk to is your bathroom stop. Once you do your business, you flush it and it's done. You yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. And so all the shit inside you, yeah. we're going to get out. Mm-hmm. And we're going to walk on. And it's amazing how even emotionally and physically, we hold on to our shit. Yes. Right? We hold on to it as opposed to just letting it go and moving forward and being present. We just being present. Just, yeah. And I say like, you know, oh, this man, you don't have any problems. I got, I got certain situations that come up, but I don't consider them problems. I just look at it. Like I said, I look at it differently. I look at this needs to be a solution to answer this situation. Yeah. That's it. Well, I love that idea of the person you never see again because I always preach like write and burn, like write it, burn it, get it out of your system. And the problem with therapy is you're seeing the same person over and over. And I love therapy. I'm not knocking therapy. But that person might trigger and bring something up that you've already talked about and you've already let go. And so the fact that you're doing this at one point and you never see them again, that's brand new letting go. Right. That's a one night stand without any residue. <laughs> <laughs> no residue. Oh, you're wow. not gonna get. No you're residue. not gonna be. You gotta get another job. <laughs> you're not gonna get that call. You're not gonna be like, say hello to little Johnny. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're not. This is a real one night stand. You get everything out of it you want, 
And when I have these different people for you to meet with, like somebody goes, man, I really enjoy talking. Can I talk to you again? To the to the to the workers we have, or to the uh, therapists. I'm, I don't really like using that word. To the therapists we use, they're not trying to become your friends. They're just opening the door for you. Well, they're just giving you the tools that you already have within yourself. Right. And they're- so, like, if somebody brings up something that you've already let go, and it comes back up, then you didn't let it go. That is true. Right. The way of looking at it, or if the the deal, like I said, about telling the truth. Once I realized that no one can kick my ass, the only reason I was lying to people is because I was a coward. That was a coward. They teach you that in Scientology, which I was amazed and I was like, wow, that's a good part. And then I never went back. But that part I remembered, like, why do I lie to you? Like, what's wrong with the truth? Why do I think that my fabricated story is better than the truth? And why do I think you're not intelligent enough to deal with the fabricated with with the truth but you can deal with the fabricated lie and so i just you know started having deep conversation i sat my wife down had a conversation said all right three hours conversation um three hour speech because she didn't say anything and then she didn't talk to me for three days and then uh and she if you were me what would you do i said if i was you i would leave me you know i'm, I'm an asshole and this and that. she goes yeah but you're still putting it down Still you, still making money, still with a family. And why would I let some other chick get an honest, no lying, money making sex symbol? You know, I get it. So, <laughs> so I said. So humble. Right. Very so humble. Just inherit, like Gandhi. We're inheriting the earth. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Gandhi was so humble. You want to eat? No, I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, what I mean by that is. Uh, I also, she also has to deal with the honest truth. I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it and how I want to do it, period. And like I said, I'm going to be the best person I can possibly be because the best me is better for the world. So you have to understand all of that. And somebody said, what does that mean? Hmm. If Beyonce said, oh my God, you're the best thing in the world. I want to sleep with you tonight. I'm calling her and say, you need to hold the camera because I'm about to kick it with Beyonce. Like... <laughs> I need lighting. I need, I, I, I need all kind of things. I need a DP. Yeah, we got to get this. Because there's going to be some DP. But I need. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Oh. Food Heals Nation. DP means director of photography. I don't know what they or were referring else. to. Yeah. Or something else. I have else. no yeah. idea what that um. could possibly mean. <laughs> See, on Fox, I would have got fired for making a joke not here <laughs> I know you can't not find here. it but that was it and so she literally deals with somebody that tells the truth and a lot of people don't like that women like honesty they don't really like the truth they like you to be honest did you go out with your friends yesterday yes and walk away oh well, it's yes it's better than a lie right yes I did you did who was there tell them everybody was there and what you guys do probably talk to a whole bunch of girls yeah we did yeah did you make out with anybody no are you lying no and then girls leave it alone because girls think making out leads to sex guys think sex leads to making out <laughs> so interesting you understand like guys don't see it your way guys don't think when well, I start kissing her and I get her hot Mm-mm. guys in their brain already think you're hot 
when you give us that look. Mm-hmm. So they go, a little bit of foreplay. That only happens when you're dating somebody. Use Like Amy Winehouse said, uh, I, <laughs> I didn't kiss him and I didn't hold his hand. I only held his hand to get the angle right. Like she was like, <laughs> on this one song, if you ever listen to Amy Winehouse, Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. And that's what what she was saying. She goes, I just needed that right then. It didn't have anything to do with you. I just needed to be touched and felt. Guys are like that. Guys are like, yeah, man, I just needed to feel like I conquered something. You're right. But they don't realize that they conquered nothing. I had to realize when I was 30, in my 30s, that I wasn't picking the women. I used to think, yeah, we're going to go to the club. I'm going to talk to one. I'm going to talk her out of her. Stop. No. You girls walk in and go, oh, he can get it. Oh, that one is going to get it. You know what? I want him. Oh, and, yes. We right. the pickers. Right. But I didn't know that because right. they didn't tell me that. Right. So I tell my daughters that all day. I go, you remember, if he didn't rape you, it's your choice, not his. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. There's not enough men for you to choose from. So the ones you pick are your choice. I'm I'm loving that you're telling your daughters that. Oh yeah, they, one of Giovanna hates that I tell her directly. You're supposed to be like a dad and with <laughs> me and grab me. I go, I'm a dad. I was picturing my dad saying that, and I was like, this would make me so uncomfortable. Right? Yeah, and it, it makes them. My daughter Tyler, like, it makes her uncomfortable when I go check out the difference. If I'm telling you, this is what I told Tyler. I said, you have my genes inside you. That means 23% of you is a freak. 23. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's guaranteed that 23 of those chromosomes are freak and adventurous and want to do things. Enjoy your experiences. Like, I got a guest house when she brings friends over. I never go in the guest house. She never has to worry about me walking by the guest house, knocking on the guest house door. Literally, it's as she's living in another state when she walks in the guest house. That is amazing. I don't think I've ever heard a father talk about that, about his, you know, yeah. how he views his daughter's experiences, right? Like, you're re- respecting the fact that she is her own individual, her own human. She needs right. to enjoy her life. She needs to enjoy and, and, and take care of her body and make her own choices. And be a better lover. And be a better, yeah. And does, Women don't know that guys... Better burger, better lover. Better burger. That's what I'm saying. As some good loving, have a better burger. (laughs) Food Heals Nation, if you are looking for the highest quality supplements, the most luscious organic skincare, and a brand name that you can trust to be free from toxic chemicals, look no further than the Global Healing Center. I have been using their products for years. Their Parfait Visage face lotion literally makes my skin look younger. And it comes in a beautiful bottle, so it is perfect as a gift as well. And the Oxy Powder Colon Cleanse Capsules are the most powerful detox supplements I have ever used. They get everything out, and they don't leave you feeling full or uncomfortable. The mission of the Global Healing Center is to bring back good health, positive thinking, happiness, and love. And they want to help you realize that your body is a self-healing mechanism. Well, I couldn't agree more. So I've teamed up with Dr. Group and the Global Healing Center to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to their website at globalhealingcenter.com, pick out the items you want, and use the discount code FOODHEALS, all one word, for 20% off your purchase, plus free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. 20% off is a great deal, Food Heals Nation. I love their products, and I know you will too. 
You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Living this vegan lifestyle, eating a vegan diet really helps everything in the sexual arena for men. Yes. Does it help for women too? Yeah, it, it, and I'm going to give you um, some advice. This is, a, this is a, a girl who I've been working with for three years. And I'm going to definitely hook you guys up because you need her on your podcast. Cool. Okay. Because you're going to hear somebody who, she's 34 or 35. She had, for 25, 30 years, a hamburger every day. Mm. <gasps> Cheeseburger. Wow. No vegetables. She didn't start eating vegetables. She had a couple, like peas here or whatever, until she met me. Wow. And she literally sent me a picture of an avocado with seven seasoned salt on it. She goes, look what I'm eating. I wouldn't even know what this was, and let alone eat it. And she was uh, a drinker and a cigarette smoker. And so she's going through this huge parasite purge. Mm. In the past two days, she was like, I feel terrible, and I'm dying for a cigarette, and I just want a whole bunch of candy. But I know what it is. I know... She said, I'm seeing the mucus in my poop. I'm, I'm, she's taking pictures of the parasites that are coming out. Wow. And catching it and taking it. She's documenting this whole piece. And you would love to hear her. Megan Brophy. Um, uh, I almost lost my thought, but I'll go back to this. So when I realize, I want to say this about my daughters. When I realized that uh, when girls were of a certain religion when I was growing up and strict parents, those girls were opportunists. What I mean by that is, if they had a window of 15 minutes, whoever was in sight was getting something, mm-hmm. which would usually lead to boys calling them sluts. Yeah. Because they they didn't realize at 13, 14, 15, we have this, you, you, your body wants to procreate, right? It wants to do all kinds of things. So it's like, oh my God, she's dating like three guys. She made out with three, she's a slut. They don't realize that that's what the body is doing. I realize what the body is doing. When the boobs came and them wanting to buy Brazilian cut underwear, then thong, then makeup, and then staying on their phone, getting stuck in their room. I remember those days. Mm -hmm. I remember so happy that my brother went to college and my both parents worked. I mean, I had so much time with myself that I, I should be a sponsor of the Vaseline company. <laughs> <laughs> like, when Did I was, you know there are sponsor for this? Episode? Yeah. <laughs> Not the petroleum. Brought to you by Vaseline. Brought to you by petroleum jelly. If you rub it hard enough, you will be on fire. Um, yeah, I just had to learn all those things and I realized if it happened to me, sitting down and telling somebody else, don't do that. Don't touch that. You shouldn't do that. It's literally denying what God designed. Like people say, oh my God, look at she barely's wearing clothes. She's a slut. I go, well, you wearing all those clothes mean you're a big sinner because God literally doesn't like clothes. <laughs> you know, he was like, Adam, why are you covering up, man? I gave you the biggest penis in the whole place. Show it off. Like, it's a, you, the horse, like I'm, I'm having competition. Did you eat my apples? <laughs> Yo, man, I was asleep, right? And she came back with apple pie. You know, I wake up, I was hungry, and she gave me the apple pie. Man, this chick ain't no good. <laughs> anyway, Christians hate when I talk about that. I, don't I love it. I love it. I think that, you know, personally, Allison, I don't know how you feel, but like our sexuality is sacred. 
yeah. and and meant to be. And yeah, we don't necessarily need to be throwing it around all over the place. You have to respect yourself, but is meant to be. Your body is meant to be enjoyed. Yes. And it's not a sin to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> that's how we have babies. That's right. how we procreate. Yeah. But they didn't teach that in India. So there's 1.2 billion of them. <laughs> 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 but they taught that in America. Man, they make you think. This country is so amazing that when you say the word sex, the word disease follows it. Right. STDs. Yeah, it's amazing. That's how I grew up. You have sex, you get an STD. That's what was drilled into my head, not by my parents, but by the schools. And so I was terrified of it. And that's not a way to grow up. Like, it's how can we teach our kids, like, what you're doing to embrace it? But, you know, condoms are fine and embrace your sexuality. Right. Well, I think it's Protect just like yourself. what you're doing. It starts with how your parents approach it. If your parents demonize it and tell you it's sinful and you shouldn't enjoy your body. and That's usually when you do it. Uh, yeah. Do yeah. it even more. And then just you like act the girls out. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you you're like, I can't out. do it. Screw you. I'm going to do it. Right. What's, I'm going to do them. It's all. Yeah, I'm going to do them. <laughs> and I'm going to come back and act like I hadn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you what you want, but I'm really going to be this person. And one of the things that I was cool with Megan about is I kept saying, so your parents are Catholic. She goes, yeah. And I go, oh, we got so much work. She goes, oh, what do you mean by that? I go, you don't go to church? She goes, no, nah, my brother goes, my mother and father goes every Sunday, and then they sing in the choir, and they do all this thing, and they have they have their routine. And I go, you don't have that routine? She goes, no, I'm the black sheep of the family. I said, well, you're the sexy one in the family? <laughs> she was like what do you mean I know I'm the black sheep I was like well there's very rare black sheep so that must mean you're the sexy one in the family she was like wow that's a good way of looking at it yeah right yeah I said if you don't see it that much doesn't mean it's a bad thing that means it's a rare thing like a black swan so I, I kept saying that to her not wasn't playing words on being black and white I just kept saying the fact that you are the rare one means that you must be doing it correctly because yeah. they're all following suit. I'm just trying to say, the more you deny yourself of anything on this planet while you're alive is a sin. That's Especially if it's something that truthfully, honestly, within you is something that you're pulled to. Right. So going all the way back to it, because uh, we, we got lost. For women, <clears throat> and I'll go back. This is why I want you to interview Ma- uh, Megan Brophy. Don't worry. You're going to love the conversation when you get to her. Sounds awesome. <clears throat> She said, okay, you're the only one I can talk to about this because you have me. And there's three years of her calling me, crying me. This is bull. I can't believe you made me make a pledge. Then, And I was like, if you break the pledge, we're still going to be cool. I'm cool with our father and everybody. Uh, we're going to be cool. But I'm not going to hear you anymore. And I'm not and what interested. was the pledge? That you had to do what we set out to do. Okay. Like once it was the blue pill or the red pill. Yeah. And I said that to her. So it's changing her lifestyle. Right. Completely. So to the fact where Thanksgiving was bad for her because all she hears is people telling her how wrong she is and how this and this and this and this and their family's beating on her. And I go, that's because you talk too much. (laughs) And she goes, no, well, you know, I said, why'd you tell them you were having parasites? Well, it was amazing. I had parasites coming out of my bum. I said, but why'd you tell anybody? Well, I had to tell somebody. And I go, Why? Like, I keep asking people, why do you think you need to be the Tribune? Like, why do you have to be the one to talk? She, all right, she goes, well, I'm going to tell you everything that's changed. She says, my complete B.O. has changed. She goes, I didn't stink. But if we were out working it and dancing or working out, you'd be like, whew. 
You mm-hmm. need to take a shower. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't have that. When you're eating things and you have less toxins or less toxins in your lower intestines, you don't smell like a garbage can. Or the garbage can has no reason to smell. And if you eat animal products, you're eating the decaying carcass. So what usually when something dies, we bury it or burn it. You're eating it. So it has rigor mortis has to start inside your body. Mm. I know it sounds crazy, but it's already, as soon as the animal died, it the universe says, we're heading this species, this avatar, to rigor mortis, and we need it outside, and it's going to start dissipating, turning colors, turning into ash, losing, and then flies are going to come, because mm. that was a part of it. They're going to sit on top of it, lay maggots, the maggots eat it, make more flies, and that's how it is. Like the, the idiot that shot Cecil. What they said is they had to leave Cecil's body where it was for the rest of the animals that were scavengers to scavenge from it and then the rest of it to sink into the ground where it's supposed to go. That's what happens when you kill an animal. But when they kill an animal and eat the animal and put it inside of them, their rigor mortis doesn't stop. It's still going through. And so that's the smell that you're getting when people have the worst eliminations and the worst poops and they got the, the biggest pimples. And so as soon as I see people, I look at them and I go, oh, I know what it is, how to attack it. So when I see females, once I get out of it, I also remove deodorant. And it's another thing. Once I get them to sweat, like we go to infrared, we get them to sweat, we get them to stretch, don't use any deodorant. And it goes, what that? I said, that way you can smell, we can tell what's happening. And a gallon of water, a gallon, a half a gallon of water, for a female per day, and I gotta say female, I'm always doing that, you will check out the most different smell your body will ever put out. So how many glasses is that? Put us into perspective. Glasses is, is eight ounces. This, this is a glass? Yeah. This is a, a 12 ounce glass. I think a right? gallon is 64 ounces. Yeah, no, I'm 60, sorry, it's 128 ounces, 128 so a half a gallon ounce. is 64. So you would have literally six of these? Right, six of these. Of uh, uh, this is a glass is the same thing, and, and that's probably a lot more than most people or most women are used to have. Every hour from seven o'clock in the morning. This is the way of doing it. When you wake up in the morning, and you know you wake up and you go, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom," but you got a husband, so you have to go to the bathroom before him or after him. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what happens is, I have people get really good water and put it by the bed, thirty-two ounces. And throughout the night, or before you go to sleep, you drink half a glass of water, four, eight ounces of water. You sip it. That calms your heart now. It lessens the chance of you having a heart attack. And understand this, females, women usually can only have one heart. They're more fatal when the heart attacks come. I don't know why that is. Maybe they got bigger hearts. So it's it's at that point. Uh, so it stops from that. It helps you dissipate gas, and it relaxes you. In the morning, as soon as you wake up and you sit on the edge of the bed and you stretch and you get up, you go, oh, I got to pee like a racehorse. Don't pee yet. Grab the rest of the water and drink it, which is usually like 18 ounces to 30 ounces of water. Just sit around and goggle. Go, go, go as much as you can, breathing in and out of your nose while drinking. And everybody goes, why do that? Well, as soon as you turn your body upright, just imagine it's like Jenga, like all kind of things are moving. <laughs> And then when you put that water in, the body now says, oh, man, we've been dehydrated all night. We've been cleaning all night. You put the water in, and as soon as you go, you will eliminate the best you've ever eliminated. You will pee 
really good and you'll feel awake. So now you got 32 ounces of water that has passed through your system. So every hour you drink, like I, I bring a gallon and it says seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one. It, you just see the date. So I look at it and I go, oh, I'm gonna put, I've been up 12 hours today. All along, if I wake up at 6.30, I stay up about 16 hours a day. I drink literally that much water. You know, it's so important, and I feel like one thing I want to point out about what you said, my friend Lindsay swears by the morning thing, and what she taught me, and I also swear by it, is it has to be room temperature. Right. Cold water will not do it. Your tea will not do it. Nothing else is going to do it. It's got to be room temperature. I don't know if you know the science behind yes, that. Yes, I do. But that is like the key. The science behind room temperature is just understand your body. So when your body needs to stay at 98.6 degrees, when you drink cold water, that's below freezing. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you put it in, your body says, hey, we got to heat up to keep the heart and the liver warm because we put all this cold stuff in. So your body doesn't assimilate that as a liquid because it is using the liquid and the heat from your hands and your feet and your ears and energy, all yeah. to warm your body up. Mm -hmm. So if you drink hot stuff, it cools your body down. So people say, oh, I just got to get something hot into my... No, you want the hot on your hand and around your face. That's why they sip coffee or hot chocolate that way because it's hot on their hand. If you have room temperature, it's like, hey, man, um, where do I put this... Uh, Extra, what you call it? Oh, yeah, we need that. Bring that in right here. It was cold, man. Hey, put it over there and the heat it till it heats up. Hey, it's hot. They put it in the refrigerator till it cools down. However, vice versa. But if it's room temperature and it's the temperature your body can deal with, it doesn't have to do either or. It will use it. Plus, your body literally, if it's cold, it freezes the liver and stops the liver from working. I know that in, in Chinese medicine, it's always room temperature. They yeah. don't use ice. Yeah. And even when they give you tea, it's not burning hot. Yeah. It's it's warm. Right. It's warm or room temp. So That's right. Never cold. Because it's it's literally when you're putting in like some people try to come out and talk against green tea. Green tea kills free radicals. Sperm are free radicals in your body. So no more green tea? For men. Wow. It calm, it calms, this I do not I thought know. Free radicals were parts of cells that were bu busted up. Yeah, but when so sperms literally looks like the way they look it, it's called calming. In, in Asian medicine, uh -huh. when you drink green tea, right? It calms you, it kills free radicals, it helps uh, keep your, your cells in line. Yeah. But it also, for men, we need a large amount of zinc to right. keep building the sperm cells. Oysters. Right. But it's so funny, I remember that when I would eat uh, shrimp and oysters and say all that stuff, but then I would try to play, if it was like I had arthritis in my knees. Uh -huh. And this one lady was like, that's because you eat shellfish. Oh, what are you talking about? She goes, you know, fish is good for you. She goes, no. I said, it tastes good. She goes, the butter tastes good. Mm. And I said, hmm. She said, the butter and the garlic taste good. Mm -hmm. She said, once it passes the back of your tongue, you don't know, you no longer know what it tastes like. Mm -hmm. She said, if it tastes so good, eat it, chew it, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, man, that's the, you know, how for my, she said, right, it's not good for your insides. It may be yeah. good for your taste and your parasites that need that taste, but not an outside. And I'm only telling you that about green tea. I'm not talking negative against it. It's so you're just, saying for men? For men, one of the best things to do is to have lime in your water, um, stretch, and 
literally drink as much water as possible. The more water you drink will help you disperse gas and feces in your low intestines and large intestines. So when the time is to perform, the blood doesn't say, let's stop at the stomach and get a bite and fix that, help the body get it out. It goes straight to the Johnson and it goes, where do you want us, sir? Um, <laughs> Good to well, know. We, well, we're in a DP today, so. Uh, <laughs> we're here to work. Yes. <laughs> Between you, John, and Dr. Khan, we should just do a whole episode on sex and how to keep it until you're over 50, because he was talking about that last time, and this is just great information because I preach green tea. I'm like, drink your green tea. Like I think I've always had it as so healing. So this is yeah. brand new information. For well, me. it's not bad healing. It's just, it calms men. Mm-hmm. And you, like I talk about, you want that fire in your belly. Uh, ginseng tea has fire in your belly. And that's good for men's prostate. It helps shrink the prostate. Yeah. Green tea is not a bad thing. It's a calming tea. But for the fire that you want, you wouldn't say, hey, baby, you know, we're going to get it on tonight right after this green tea. Here's your green tea. <laughs> I'm going to have some chamomile. Y'all going to be <laughs> Woo, we had great sex last night. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Part two of our interview with John will be live this Tuesday. Stay tuned for that. Make sure to follow John on social media. He's John Sally on Instagram and at the John Sally on Twitter. For all the show notes from today's episode, go to foodhealsnation.com slash 54. And come network with us on social media by joining our private Food Heals Nation Facebook group at foodhealsgroup.com. We'll be back on Tuesday to talk with John about why milk doesn't do a body good, what John's new film, The Missing Piece, is all about, and John's going to tell us some of his favorite things. It's like Oprah's favorites, but with NBA star John Sally. It may get dirty, it may get political, but we know it's going to be interesting. It always is a pleasure talking to John. See you next time, Food Heals Nation. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh. How to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And, and so much more. <laughs> so sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, health, longevity, and weight loss secrets from the Food Heals podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.